0: Blackmail experience two. Y'all here. <laughs> finally podcasting with your host blaze davis you already know i'm here i'm alive i'm well (sighs) all right i'm doing this thing we're kicking off the black series um half of this season of finally podcasting we're already reaching and approaching uh halfway through the season i still got a lot of material but i wanted to make the black series here to talk about you know us, you know what I'm saying? Us as black people. Us as the the, the Afro-diaspora and this, that, and the third. And before I begin, I think a lot of the content that I'm trying to do this month is just my frustrations as well as the cultural differences of our people living in so-called America, with 3Ks. And I just want to give a perspective on different things that, you know, what is it that I'm learning along the way um and it's just that it's just so remarkable because it's just like something the energy that i had this week um the 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 energy the something in my 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 soul is just like you gotta have black male experience too it just told me i was like after i did my being vegan for dummies episode i was just like something is just telling me do black experience too to kick um, black male experience too to kick off um the black series so the point of the black series is that i'm just giving you guys a perspective of like where i come from what is it that i think about and i'm, I'm gonna do my history too i'm gonna have a history episode um about black people and all this other stuff but the point of this is that i know we we talk about black history month Black history month shouldn't even just be a month, it should be a whole year. And when where I see that narrative happening on Instagram, so I'm happy for that. Um I just want to give a perspective on things that's going on, things that I see, and things that I think is very important for us to have a conversation about. And um, you know, there's there's a lot of things. I think my next episode, I'm just letting out my frustrations because it's just like, you know, I see different things and I'm just annoyed. And I'm just like, why? The fuck? Is this stuff being put online, and all this other stuff? So, let's dig into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it popping on this whole thing. All right. So, you know, um, in a nutshell, I think I'm just gonna make this episode in a ranting form because I just really feel like straight black men are under attack. And we always have been. So it's just like nothing new to me. You know what I'm saying? Every day, it's just a story. I feel I feel like this is the thing I feel like is going on. I feel every week, there's something that goes on with black people. And because we get so emotionally invested and we're so stronghold into what's going on in our community and us trying to come together. There's just always this thing that just aggravates us. And I think the media just does try to spin it. And just be like, well, this happened this week and blah, blah, blah. And then we get into a whole uproar. Um, You know, last week what happened with Kamala Harris, Cory Booker running for president. Both of them, I really don't give a fuck about them running for president because the system has been rigged. And, um, you know, uh, I just really don't give a fuck about them. I really don't care. America is going to fall unless these presidents is trying to do something about the trillion dollar deficit. Um, warning these real estate scumbags off about them rapidly trying to change our communities and kick us the fuck out, and then also uh, about fixing the, the school to prison pipeline and how despicable it was that there was a negligence in the in the prison in the um, penitentiary this week in New York City about how it was like three, four degrees outside and these, these these prisoners are sitting inside the prison cells cold as hell and they don't have no heat inside their cells and they're screaming out for help. And do you think for one second that, that the, the government or these people inside the prisons, the officials the, the that's inside the prison cells are sitting up there saying, let's crank up the heat so they can be warm? We know that they're doing time in prison, but damn, you gotta treat them like animals? So, also what I want to say is I want to give a big shout out to Quan and him having his men's healing circuit this weekend. I was just so, last weekend, I'm sorry, I was just so happy. It touched my heart because we had men, young men that was like, you know, 16 years old. You had people that was around my age in their 20s and then you had men that was in their 40s. So, a lot of topics... That you know a lot of frustrations and a lot of things, including like the education education system, gang life, uh, uh relationships, and all these different things, was brought up during the group. And I'm just so happy because there was so many of our brothers that was able to talk back. And that that real extension of like, yo, we we gotta support each other as brothers. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so happy for that. And you know, I'm 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 just happy because I'm I'm so glad. That a man like Quan is taking time to have these discussions and, you know, hear the perspective of our brothers about what it is that we're going through and having a meeting. I, you know, I, I'm willing to take a trip to Brooklyn 10 in the morning until two or three and a half afternoon to talk with our brothers about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Wait, but we're going to get on the whole mental aspect a little bit later in the show. But I just want to say how happy that makes me. But, you know, I want to talk about how straight black men is under attack, especially this past week about the Jesse Smollett situation, about how the, the, the story just seems a little bit weird. And about how he went to Subway two in the morning and he got attacked by two white men in the MAGA hats and, you know, all these different things and, and about how Vibe magazine with this fuckboy that came out with an argument um, an Article about straight black men are silent About what's going on And it's just like we get dragged through the mud About everything Last The other week we got dragged through the mud About how black men inappropriately talk to black women And I'm just like bro that, Those are pacific black men you know, you know what I'm starting to realize The stereotypes you talk about with black men And specifically straight black men Those are the niggas That makes us look bad It's not us as brothers that really be out here trying to discourage black men. I mean, black women, but at the same time, it's like certain black women follow that behavior. They like that behavior. Just like I said before, what I feel for 2019, and I'm not afraid to say it, certain black women and a lot of black women need to start learning how to take accountability for their actions. And I'm gonna explain why a little bit later, but You can't always blame all black men for certain things, certain things that certain black men do. Those are the niggas that do that. There's a difference, and it's sad that I have to say it like that, but it's it's, it's weird to me because it's like I don't like to say it, and I know a lot of people be like, why do you say nigga? But it's just like, I feel like deep within my subconscious, it's niggas that do it, and then it's black men. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like to sit here and say that, oh, I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the typical Negro that does these different things out here. And and there's there's different kinds of Negroes. And I'm also going to break that down in a segment. But you have the, the typical hood dude that does the stuff that inappropriate brainwashed black man would do. And I get aggravated off of that because I'm like, you make us all look bad when you do that. And I get angry off red. it. You have the thing that happened with Jesse Smollett about oh straight black men don't care and this, that, and a third, and I'm just like, you know, I don't like that. Because the fact of the matter is, is that what you trying to tell me because I'm a straight black man I should be thrown under the bus and that I don't care when something in general happens to black people because he's gay, I don't care. Uh no, I do care. It's just a factor of like Y'all try to say because black men speak on the gay agenda that's going out in the world, y'all have a problem with us sitting here saying that when there is a gay agenda with the black people in general, black women and, and black men. It is. But I take that time and I be like, even though that I feel like there is a gay agenda, I still sit here and I say that I still care for black people. There's countless times that I've had conversations with someone who's gay and I say that sit here and I say there's a gay agenda, but I still love you. Because you're still family and I still support you. So at the end of the day, I'm still going to have the merits and I'm still going to say what I have to say. But pause for a second because I still have to do a little bit of shout outs before I begin this episode. And I dig deep and I roam through these like spaces to get at your mind and your psychological sense. I want to give a big shout out to Erica Lashai. This beautiful black woman commentator on Instagram that I found out the first time because I found out she she was making this video about, you know, we gotta support black business in 2019. We gotta do this, that, and the third. We're, we're gonna do a shop everything black. And you know, when I first seen her, I was just like, here it is, it's the sister, brown skin sister, you know, got the fro, the beautiful fro. She's spitting knowledge. She's talking about the spirituality. Okay, sis, let me hear what you gotta say. And I was just outside like I think yesterday and it was like oddly 60 something degrees outside and I'm just like you know this is weird but you know I was I seen a video when I was on a train I was just like yo wait wait she's talking about straight black men let me hear what she has to say because she made me happy when I seen this and then you know I was getting on the BX19 bus to come across the bridge and I was just like nah fuck it I'm gonna watch this this whole entire video and I was just like I really wanted to cry like <laughs> I commented that on her page, but I just really wanted to cry because I was just like, finally, like, you know, you have black women out here that get it and they understand it. And I'm just so happy. Like, I'm like, finally, yo, I'm so happy that that women like Erica Lashai is sitting here putting this to the surface and everything that we was talking about with toxic masculinity and all these different things that Quan held with the men's healing circle. She said the same exact thing. And I was just like, yo, I really want to cry right now because I'm so happy that black women, there's at least black women out there that's like, yo, black men is really not that bad. And specifically straight black men is not that bad. And she did a pre- preview video um, before on her channel about we need you and we appreciate you. And she went through all these narratives, and you know what? I am going to talk about that. I, I was going to do the show notes, but I was like, "Fuck it! I'm a, I'm a, I'm am I'm gonna just say it on what it is—the things that I see in this episode." And I'm just like, "Yeah." So I appreciate people like Erica Lashad. I appreciate people like Divine Stargate. I I appreciate people like Empress AK, who who talk about these different things. Oh, I forgot to mention Radical Home, um, Radical Radical Sister Home Goddess or Radical Sister on YouTube. I am I religiously watch her, her watch her channel and she also talks about Fukushima and the the um the radioactive planet the radioactive water that we have and you should do research on that because now I'm feeling some type of way of like when I eat like if I ever eat salmon because that's on my that's my only guilty pleasure if you didn't know on being vegan for dummies yeah I am a vegan and, um, you know, my guilty pleasure is that I might eat salmon from time to time, but otherwise than that, like I strictly my diet is strictly like this, but um, I'm so happy that you have black women out there that' are starting to understand black men instead of arguing black men and sitting here saying that black men are this, and what black men is that, and no sisters, I got you. I understand that there's black men out there that do predatory things. You know, you got a lot of conscious brothers out there that don't really be conscious. They do it because they trying to get some conscious pussy, and they trying to get um shorties out their panties just because they just want to fuck. Um, and then I think about the video that came out this week about the 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 sixteen year old the sixteen year old one the girl that went up to her mother and sat here and said that you know her mother's boyfriend was molesting her. And confronted her mother about this. And she was nervous about this. So I could only understand spiritually. How much courage it took for her to go up to her mother. And speak out about this. But you know what 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 was really disturbing this whole entire time. When I was watching the video. Never once did the mother sit here and say like. What did he do? Specifically to you. How did they make you feel? Like why do you feel violated? It was just almost like she just went on. She's just like, well, I just don't understand why you attacking him. You walk around with booty shorts and this, that, and the third. You know, da da da, da and this, that, and the third. And then I, and then I'm just like, why would you do that? Why would you say that to your daughter? You understand what I'm saying? Like she's being inappropriately touched in her sleep. And then she says, I'm just tired of you. Like you, you. He's a good man. He pays the bills. He does this, that, and the third. And you don't appreciate that. And I said that back, and I and I get irritated because I'm just like, this is a young woman that that feels unappropriately molested, that's inappropriately molested by your man, and you sitting here, not even sitting here, you you only give a fuck that he's paying bills. Are you serious? Are you serious? You ain't gonna confront this man on what he's doing. What if he didn't sit here and rapes her? Because that's just a prelude to what he wants to do. He's sexualizing your daughter. You fucking idiot. Why would you do that? Why would you say that to your child? And then the fact of the matter, like, oh, that's a good man. But you know what I started to realize? That's a psychological battle. It is. It's the psychological battle about how the black woman has been hurt so many times so that when she gets her idea of what a good man is, his flaws and all. It's that she's she's having an internal battle with her daughter who's innocent it's just like yo i'm just me because she's afraid that the the attention span of her man is going to be directed towards the daughter and not to her so i just sit back and i'm like yo that's crazy but you know it's stuff like that that i talk about and i sit here and i say that doesn't represent all black men unfortunately we've been brainwashed into society so of course you got your thugs you got your gang members you got your drug dealers you got your you got your molesters you got this because we took on the european eccentric mind of thinking so now we think just like them and that straight black men that's not that i call myself a warrior and i'm not afraid for war and that i love calling white people out on their shit for the racist things that they do i'm seen as a threat but let's dig deep into the episode family. I just go in. I'm just passionate. I'm like, nah, son. We ready. We out here. Strap up for war. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, <laughs> I'm just so happy this week because I one of my producers named Obliv, uh, released a B tape called or an album called Sophonic, and yo, like you don't understand how this like album makes me feel like. I'm just so happy to just listen to music and like as a producer I understand A why he named it that type why he named his beats that title and B like the soul essence inside of his music that makes me understand why it's like that Obliv is one of my favorite producers he is an inspiration for me because alike I like doing soulful music. If you haven't got the chance to hear flannels on my creative process, um, creative process episode, please hear it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a reason I call it flannels. And before I told you guys, like my inspiration is also Vivaldi because of the different essence and the different elements to why he used a lot of, uh, what you can call it in his music. Like why did he use certain instruments in his music and understanding that he's illustrating a story. With, like, things like the Four Seasons. But anyway, I was just so happy to just hear so phonic about Obliv. But, um... Okay, cool. Whatever. So... I just want to get on in fact that matter. Like, I start to see a lot of, like, blogs. I like to... I start to see a lot of, like, you know... Um... Things on media that continues on the campaign about... Black this and Black men that, and specifically straight Black men. And... It's just that, you know, that's not that's not me, you know, like I, 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 I'm I so tired of like, you know, black men. I mean, black women, certain black women. I'm not going to say all black women, but certain black women that talk about black men so disrespectfully. But then you sit here and say that you, you want to be for your black community. And it's like, what about what, if, is any of y'all black women advising black men to get mental health treatment? And to go to men's healing circles, that we need to be strong enough to have a mental capacity of not being afraid to be vulnerable, but still being soldiers out in this society that's not set up against against us. One of the problems I have is the fact no matter I don't feel that I'm good enough when it comes to finances, that I'm still like a child. I'm a grown man, but I'm like a child. Like I'm very naive to like finance, financial principles. And that even with doing this podcast, it's like, will it ever meet the light of day? Where people actually hear this podcast? Maybe I should expand it to other platforms so more people can hear exactly what I'm talking about. But I look at articles where you have straight black men go against straight black men. Um, people like Damon Young, who put out an article talking about black men, straight black men are the white people of black people. And he's saying that he was, he made a whole article on it. I did read the article and how he made a whole article talking about that with also acknowledging that he made this article based off of a tweet that guess who made a black woman made you understand what i'm saying and it's like well is straight black men that bad it's not that when i go down the street that i see a black woman i call her a bitch or i call her a slut or i call all these different names It's not that I go down the street and when I see a gay man, I call him a faggot. It's not when I go down the street and I call a trans woman a faggot because when I see them them walking down the street, I don't do all that. You know, you gun at me because I might loosely disagree with your lifestyle because I'm sitting here and I'm like, because I have a warrior state of mind. My whole thing about it is, is that I have a warrior tactic. I realize why they give more voice to gay black men. I realize why they give more of a voice to trans black women. I and, and the fact of the matter is so discouraging because you have to put black in front of everything in order to have a conversation about this. And it comes down to the oppression Olympics. And then about how I see why feminist the feminist movement is detrimental to black women more than it is helping black women. I talk about this all the time, bro. And then I also talk about Even in our communities. Why the fuck are y'all supporting white businesses, man? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, I really sit back and I be like, yo, these people are vultures. They make money off of you. They send it back home to their families. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't. I sit here and I tell y'all, stop. Even if we don't win... With this whole thing with these colonizers taking over our communities and our neighborhoods. Let's at least have a sensibility and sense of self to not patronize their business and at least support our own. If you cannot find a burger spot that's black owned, man, try to find one. But well, I'm gonna talk about that in a different episode because we've been banned, like, like you don't understand, like being a warrior, you're the most hated. So called in the Bible. Not even Jesus, the God, the most high, was the most hated Because he sat up there and fought for his people And his people was giving him shit Because he was fighting for his people And he died, bro That's their Bible You understand what I'm saying? Now I'm going off at a sensibility with the Hebrew Israelites That say that You are the, you are the devil that the Bible speaks of And he'd be like They'd be saying stuff like Let me get Matthew verse 2 um, chapter two, verse one, and they be like, for for Jacob have I love, Esau have I hated, that's right, <laughs> I be sitting back and I be laughing, they be like, you you white people are the devil, you are the, <laughs> it's so funny, but straight black men, right, these articles talking about straight black men are the white people, black people, and I'm like, okay, well, if, if gay black people like if you're going to sit here and talk about black people got to come together and then why are these lesbian black lesbians going hard and sitting here fighting and and being at the threshold of sitting here fighting and sitting here saying something going to going to town when something happens to a black man that gets lynched that gets killed in this that, and third not saying that they don't but why is there a campaign on straight black men just because we're straight black men and because we're warning you, there's a lot of agendas going out here to separate the black family, the black woman and the black men. Why? Why is gay black men not going to town when and I, and I actually see it, too. I don't like doing this campaign where I'm going against black people and sitting here going at the threshold and saying, well, you black men do this and you black women do that. I hate doing that because I want to see us come together, but I don't like to neglect what's going on. I've seen no matter of fact, I did see it a couple of times. So let me back up what I said, because I did see it a couple of times and I'm like, alright, cool. But why is it that more black men oh let's take for instance RuPaul, since y'all really want to get technical? Where the fuck RuPaul at sitting here talking about when what 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 happened goes on with people like Trayvon Martin and that you still have black men getting lynched and this, that, and the third. But RuPaul is the one that champions for these queers and these gay men sitting here going with these other white gay men to uh, have these drag queens read to these little children. Where is he at? Is he sitting here campaigning for them to chill out with this whole thing about these these white cops that sit here and drag these black women? Oh, just like they just had the video about um, melanin popping and this man, this white cop making a mockery off of this black woman that's walk, walking outside in the freezing cold. The freezing cold. Are you kidding me? What about that? These feminists, have any one of y'all ever talked about these black men getting killed out here? Have any one of y'all, you black feminists, I'm talking to you. Have y'all ever sat up there and said that? But because there's a problem with black men and there's toxic masculinity, y'all don't want to talk on it. Toxic masculinity is bullshit. Complete, 100% Bullshit And you know where it comes from The Greco and Roman Empire So help me God And the fact of the matter is Which I don't like to touch on And why America needs to know this Is that the Lady Liberty is actually a man It's a faggot That that thing at Ellis Island That thing that roams by Under Manhattan Manhattan, That thing that holds that that big thing Because it's supposed to represent the sun god Is a faggot Yeah I said it and this is the thing that y'all champion on and y'all, y'all completely agree with. But you have a problem with straight black men, right? And, and the factor that you have the nerve to sit here and say that straight black men are so horrible that you've allowed a, a whole entire government and a system to, to make you astray from the very people that you want to get along with. Yeah, that article comes out. You have that dude at Divide Magazine who tries it and sit here and goes with these clickbaity articles and this, that, and the third to talk about straight black men are so horrible and we're silenced and this, that, and the third. Oh, but at the same time, I was the same person that was sitting here talking about how that white man got away with murder because he there was two gay black men that were found dead, drugged to death. Ed Buck, his name is, in in Los Angeles. I did talk about that, but because I'm a straight black man, you have a problem with me. Because I, I I'm a straight black man and I sit here and I talk about there's a gay agenda and there's an interracial relationship agenda out here. Come on, man, you <laughs> let's not try it. And, and and the thing about it is specifically to the black feminists or black women in general that talk shit about straight black men or gay black men or or trans black women. Where why why y'all not strong enough to talk about this stuff? Why y'all not strong enough? And being more masculine, or all this other stuff, to champion on all this stuff that's happening to our brothers and our sisters out here. Did y'all talk about Shanika Adams? I did. I talked about Nia Wilson. I talked about Shanika Adams. I talked about Karen Gaines. And y'all sat there and got mad. And y'all didn't even want to support the documentary that came out with Sandra Bland because she didn't really agree with the things that was going on, and the, and she also understood and acknowledged. The, the gay agenda that was going on in the black community. And 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 did y'all said once y'all found out that she said that, y'all didn't want to support the documentary no more. Oh no, we're not supporting that. The problem with y'all is y'all hate it when straight people in general have a problem with what's going on in society. We warn you what's going on. A lot of us do go on to the deep end and we sit here and say, We don't want we won't we don't want to support you because you're gay or you're trans. Stop trying to come at straight black men like we're the problem. Y'all are the ones that's toxic. And again, I don't like to be a divisive person. And I think the part of the black series is that all I really want to do is spread the message and spread the love. Because I understand we have a confirmed month of Black History Month. Give a damn if it's about the shortest month of the year or whatever, but it's very important to me that we have these conversations and we see what's going on in a global view. I just don't, my frustration a little bit, which I'm going to talk about on the next episode, I just don't understand why is Black issues so hypothesized and why is it such on a pedestal in everyday conversations? Like, it's always just something that Black People is known for like Black History Month. We hear about all these different things. I'm like, why? Why is it that when it comes to oppressions, Asians are not heard of or like Indians and this, that and the third, like black people, there's always something going on with black people and it gets irritating because I'm just like, yo, why can't we just for one week just be left alone or for like a month be left alone? There's always something black people do and then there's always these topics and these struggles well growing up as a black person in our neighborhood and this that and the third it's like yo like yo i'm tired of hearing that bro and before i say it i'm gonna put out a campaign and the reason why i haven't also i just want to say for a quick side note for a second the reason why i haven't um been able to make videos what i initially wanted to do on finally podcast my instagram I wanted to make videos just about everything. That's on my mind about things that's going on. I wanted to make videos talking about issues in the community, things that I want to say. One of the videos I wanted to talk about was privatizing black conversations in 2019 because I'm getting tired of our conversations that go on with the black community about what is it that we need to fix or what it is that's going on being put on these websites like Buzzfeed as if or as is or them or whatever and stuff like that every day and i'm just like no i'm tired of you black women and you black men going in these panels and having these discussions fuck that i'm gonna have our own conversations we need to have our own venues and have the conversations amongst us whatever issues we having brother and sister combined let's have the conversation on our own time white people what i find is white people is getting too involved in our shit And then the fact that matter is a lot of you conscious people are the the dumbest fuck people. Y'all so fucking dumb, yo. And and I have to say it because was it last month in January, I was going to go to this conscious event in Brooklyn and they're talking about we got to build the family. And guess what? I saw a picture of black people with black flags and then there's white people sitting in there smiling. I'm like, these are the same Colonized motherfuckers that sit here in your community all day and understand that they're colonizing the community, but don't want to do nothing about it. They can legit go to bars, coffee shops and the rest of that stuff while your ass is sitting here on a chopping block. And it's very possible the landlord can evict your ass. And that the Jewish conglomerate and these grimy, dirty, disgusting, stupid ass Hasidic Jews are the same ones that can evict your ass. And they're the ones that run the media, that control the money and everything. And y'all have the nerve to have these white people at your events? Are you retarded? Are you really that retarded? Y'all so fucking dumb. And because the fact of the matter is, is that spiritually, they know how to get you. Because they know that we are a spiritual people. But let us be on some war zone principles and be on some, you know, warrior type of steezers. Oh, no hate. We need to come together. We are one race. We are a human race. We are one blood. Y'all need to do better on what y'all doing. I'm tired of y'all having this conversation about what it is that's going on in society and y'all stay inviting white people into y'all conversations. I'm tired of it. No, I don't want you white people in our conversations. Like, yo, it's shameful. I walk around 125th and you should see these Beckys out here trying to look like black women sitting here wearing Jordans with tight ass jeans and then wearing super dry fucking jackets trying to look like black women corny bitches fuck y'all and and, and let me just say let me just go on and what I'm saying about what is it that black men do is that you have black men out here that talk about black issues and I'm going to talk about this is the media segment I don't know what's going on with people like Umar Johnson Brother Polite the rest of them I am not stupid enough to be aware of that you have brothers out here that use this conscious tip in order to finagle money, finagle getting some, some women out of their panties, and using all these rhetorics to do grimy stuff. You have black men that our pastors that use their time to lure girls, women, whatever, even men, into being sexual deviants. I do not at all. Take a blind spot to it. I speak about this all the time. Our brothers got to do better. I do see that. And I think it's disgusting behavior. But let's talk about the media aspects. Honestly, and I'm just being honest, I'm tired of seeing these videos, whether for comedy purposes, black men cheating, and they're doing this, that, and a third for the sake of entertainment. We are trying to shift the narrative about what is it that our brothers do. No, I don't think, I. you know... All black men cheat when it comes to black women. But when it comes to white women and other races of women, we don't cheat. Tired of that narrative. It's gone. It's canceled for 2019. I don't want to hear it no more. And then about how you have people like, uh, I don't know what his name is, but you know what I'm talking about when I say this. You got this dark-skinned brother out here that um, wears these wigs. I can't say weave, but wears these wigs. Like certain black. Ooh, what was that? That was bad. I just heard a big thump. I was like, And I was like, what? But you have um, this this dark-skinned brother that creates these comedy skits and he acts like a black woman, does the stereotype of black women, same thing that um, Medea, you know, Tyler Perry does, Martin Luther, Martin, I was about to say Martin Luther, Martin Lawrence did in the 90s, Martin, um, I mean, Eddie Murphy did in the 80s and 90s when it comes to comedy where they act like a black woman a ratchet black woman and they do all these different things for skits and it's so bad that this brother now has a fake reality show and he it's just really bad and it's just on some real faggot shit on some real real faggot shit and you do it for the sake of comedy but you're sitting here being detrimental and you're making fun of who else black women I don't really see there being skits where there's white men that try to act like white women. But if you do your research, Shakespeare and the rest of them during the olden times used to dress up as women and used to do comedy skits as women. That That's history. That's true. Luckily enough, I'm realizing that with taking creative writing co- um classes and, you know, doing the whole thing with Shakespeare's and the rest of that literature, because I love literature, naturally. But seeing that and seeing you know, black men that try to dress up as black women and do it for the sake of comedy. It's not funny. And then this narrative about how black men love white women. And I had this conversation before. I do not like white girls. I started to realize in the past, and if y'all really want a story, I'll tell y'all a story. I've been involved with white women because of their personality. I don't know if it's because of the Libra thing or it's just because I was naturally built like this. I've always been programmed to love everybody regardless of skin color race orientation still kind of plays today where at least i can have a conversation with you regardless of what race you are orientation whatever if we just want to have a conversation about stuff we can have a conversation but i don't like ignoring the things that you grimy ass people do to my people or what is it that you do that's grimy to me um my story is is that it came up true that White women fetishize off of black men's penises. hmm I've had these conversations with brothers around me, and they've had the same thing that has happened. And I started to realize, nah, nah. It's a dove for you, ma. I'm not dealing with you. And especially about, I just want to give a quick attention span to how you had that whack-ass white girl that sat out there and was getting light In front of Marcy Projects. Furthermore when you get light. Getting light is a Harlem thing. That's an uptown thing. Harlem and the Bronx does that get light shit. Brooklyn we. I mean people do that Showtime stuff in Brooklyn and Queens. We just do it on the subways. But like getting light is primarily a Harlem and a Bronx thing. You are doing that shit in front of Marcy Projects. You corny bitch. And then the fact of the matter is. More than likely she has a black boyfriend that put her on. And now she just does it and she's just like, yeah, I'm totally with the culture. You think you get a pass just because you were in Thames with leggings, mama? Your ass can still go to a Starbucks and have a pumpkin latte if you want to. And it's like, we don't vouch for that. I understand that there's black men out there that, that is with white women and all this other stuff. I understand that. that. That does happen. I'm not sitting here saying that. My thing is, and things people like clown ass Francesca Ramsey too, a black woman that's in a relationship with a whole white husband, And she talks about the black experience. Why? And then you on MTV sitting here saying that. Yo. Why? If you're going to be pro-black. Marry someone black. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. It aggravates me bro. Why do y'all do that? But. This is a narrative that I'm trying to make y'all aware of. Like yo. I don't enjoy that black men sit here and make comedy skits and they make all these jokes and they're trying to act like black women. And you really do have, I shouldn't even say it because that'd be controversial. How you have black men that actually really want to be black women? (laughs) I'm serious. It's, it's 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 a crazy world. I don't enjoy that you have fake ass pro black men out here that's in a relationship with white women sitting here talking about Black History Month and everything else. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, you. I know you are um i don't enjoy the narrative that black men is this that and a third it's like bro you're not even understanding my story so how could you ever sit here and say black men a whole black men as a whole sit here and think like this but yet i'm the same black man that spoke out against that clown ass dumb ass uh who else who was her name rachel dolazal that came out with that tacky ass braid video and you know how many people in the comment section sat up there and said, and I asked, I'm like, why do y'all support her? She was the same woman that that tried to act, that said she's transracial, transracial, and y'all support her because she makes a braid video. You don't think that she's just getting some money, or she's coming up coming up off of black women because of it. And this proves one thing: white women want to be black women so bad, so bad. And I sit here and I tell y'all, stop trying to support these type of people. But I'm the enemy, though. And I sit here and I tell y'all, why do y'all do this? And y'all, y'all have excuses for it. You know what y'all said to me? Y'all sat up there and y'all said in the comment section, we know, but that, that braiding technique she did was so good. Yo, I, I was just like, yo, I, I'm fed up. I'm done. Because this right here, like, I, I don't understand that, yo. Like, y'all, y'all some hypocrites, bro. And I sit here and I tell you, I stop supporting people like that. Stop supporting people like that. All right, we are at war. I'm a warrior, we are warriors, but I'm not your enemy, black women. I'm not your enemy. All I really wanna do is love you, take care of you, care for you. And to still understand that we both have struggles that we go through in society, but you can't be twisted on what they're trying to feed you. They put the welfare system against against me. They told you you to go for it. They denied me jobs. They denied me loans. They think I'm a criminal. They they uh they they told you that the opposite race is better for you than I am. all right I, I was gonna to try to do a haiku or like a, a mini poem but I just couldn't do it um so well with this being said I just want to talk about black women for a second I just feel that you know in recent times it's like when black men sit here and say that we have problems with certain things that black women do it just oftentimes seem like we get disrespected we get cursed at we get um called names uh like there's there's like two separate incidents where I've had conversations with black women about something that I dislike that they do and I get called the hotep. and I just had to I dumbed it down just to see what is it that uh, uh, I, I dumbed it down to see like, you know, if they're going to respond the same way or is there going to be at least someone that's going to be more understanding and wanting to have a conversation with me when I bring up this topic. So, my whole thing about it is, is that I'm very strong on what is it that I say. I think in this society, when you are a black man that loves black women, there's something you're a racist because you don't want to be in a relationship with a white woman. I pay attention to these interracial advertisements they put up on a train all the time. That that, um, dating app... Um, I forgot what is it. I think OK Cupid or or yeah, I think it's OK Cupid or something like that. I see it all the time about how they keep trying to put black men with white women and black women with white men. These advertisements agencies is always trying to put that up, and it's just like, from my experience, if I've ever dealt with white women. There's no cosmic energy that I've seen in a white woman that I could ever see in a black woman, to tell you the truth. I just couldn't. I might have had different chances to deal with other races of women, but I've always known since I was a youngin', I've always wanted to be in a relationship with a black woman. I've always loved you guys. I've always loved you. There's never a doubt in my mind. Learning from my first teacher, what was which was my mother, and having the, the nurture, stability of the feminine value that my mother brought to the table and also bringing the masculine if, um, values to the table because she had to take care of me and do the best that she can. You know what I'm saying? I've always loved the strongness of a black woman, even if it came through oppressions or the circumstances about what happened in society. You understand what I'm saying? So the, the, the pain threshold has always hold true because of the things that's happening. In this society, I tell black women all the time, you have to be careful about what is it that you're giving your energy to. The sexualization of black women is thoroughly out there. You have these videos. You have people like Cardi B and a lot of these female black rappers that talk about my pussy this and my pussy that. Um, Yeah, like, I'm gonna fuck your nigga. I'm gonna get all this money. I'm gonna get this cash. And in real life, Black women think like this. Black men are not good enough. That's the reason why y'all keep going to these sugar daddies to collect the coins. Um, the double standard I want to talk about real quick about how when a black man gets with a white woman, it's the most horrible thing that he could do. But if it's one of you sisters getting with a white man, you've leveled up and you get in that cash and you get in those coins. Just like Rihanna had sat there and got with the Arabs, and the Arabs is one of the most disgusting motherfuckers I've ever heard in my life. Um, not heard but ever saw because they do nasty shit Um, the double standard in that it's almost practically common and an unfair how do I say it an unfair uh, uh, stereotype that because I'm black I automatically like white girls when I don't like white girls you understand what I'm saying like that's not my natural preference and let me break it down to you why I love black women so much. That cosmic energy with inside each entire black woman I've ever dealt with has this strong sensibility that I couldn't find in other women. When I have conversations first of all I told y'all again in my episodes a lot. When I meet up with black women for the first time, whether it's online dating or I'm somewhere out at an event, such as an event I went to Brook I went to in Brooklyn two weeks ago. Um And it was this, it was, uh, regardless African and still black, but you had a black woman that led the event and she has trivia. She has trivia. She has, uh, conversations about the black community. We speak on it. I've seen a lot of black sisters that was there at the venue have conversations, beautiful black women having conversations about the things that we feel we're on the same page. I can never betray you because I love you so much. And that's true. Um, Dates that I've been on, just the strong sense black women have when we're out on dates, just this, it's just this aura that you guys project to me that I'm just like, oh my God, I love you because you get it, you understand what I'm saying? It's just so, it's there, it's hard to describe, but that cosmic energy, I just feel it. So I, I sit here and I warn black women, stop getting involved with stuff. I'm not trying to target you guys when I say this, but there's a lot of times I've seen you guys being so manipulated by things that's out there, and I warn you, like, yo, why are you doing this? Divine Stargate and the rest of them be saying the same thing too. Erica Lashai and all this other stuff, they be saying the same thing. But it seems as if if black women say it towards black women, it's easier for y'all to digest. But black men say it, y'all have a problem. And then if white men sit here and say it, and white men snipping in our business... Y'all, like it's but you know it's starting to change now because I am starting to see y'all and specifically black Twitter, black Instagram, just black social media roast that ass when it happens especially thing that happened with Liam Nelson about how he was ready to kill a black man because of some false rap rape allegations and anyway I I feel like y'all get so manipulated by things that is in society. The Rachel all thing, and I sat up there and looked in the comment section, really? Like, y'all really sat up there and allowed this to happen? Like, why did you do that? And y'all make excuses for things, and I, and I really don't like that. I sit here and I talk about things that black women do that I don't like. I sit here and I say that we can have a discussion about something, but you don't need to be rude and disrespectful. I talk about this all the time with black women. I talk about hair, and I don't even understand why hair is such a sensitive topic of conversation. I don't even want to spend my time going into depth about hair because I already have something in planning about that. But it's like, I tell you about your hair. I tell you, it does matter what we think about what is it that you the choices that you make, because we are sitting up there dealing with that. You understand what I'm saying? I'm sitting here telling you how to win against whites of white supremacist society. You the one that's defending it. How are we going to sit here and have a conversation? I have conversations about this all the time. i've seen how you've roasted meek mill about um the whole thing with with the wigs and all this other situation i don't like lace front wigs either i'm being completely i hate lace front wigs it looks disgusting on y'all and i'm not afraid to say it i don't care um about how um the dude from real housewives of atlanta um talked about how he doesn't like dark-skinned women with with wigs with blonde hair and weaves same thing and then y'all use the same excuses all the time about how y'all keep bringing up these Polynesian kids who do not have the same bloodline as the so-called African-American or African diaspora. Just because they have brown skin and they're dark doesn't mean they have the same lineage as us. That's y'all problem. But I'm just saying this off a of rip. When us as black men have a conversation about what is it that black women do? Y'all drag us through the mud. And I get irritated because I'm just like, how are we supposed to move forward? I'm sitting here telling you something that black men have been telling y'all for a long time. And you steadily, constantly disrespect me. How are we supposed to move forward? How does that even remotely make sense? I I sit here and I talk about it again to talk about hair And and y'all get mad. Y'all say I'm so concerned about how I wear my hair. Y'all so focused. What about when y'all have a man weave, or when y'all have, when y'all wear, um, the fake beards and stuff like that? That comes from insecurities. Just like y'all could talk about why y'all wear weaves and why y'all wear y'all's hair textures and this that and the third. We could talk about why people do that. First of all, me if I ever go through that, I'm never wearing a man weave. I think with men. We are very insecure about our hair. Y'all joke, us, joke about us when we go bald. And then with that being said, you know what I'm saying? We can't do anything about that. So you know what we do do? We wear hats. We wear hats. We wear hats and we just cover up our head because we don't want to see by society. We don't want to be outside with that. You know, you know, you got brothers out here that don't care. That just wear it out in this, that, and the third. But you still got a lot of insecure brothers out here and insecure men in general I don't want to be seen like that. So y'all call it hat fishing. And y'all y'all make fun of us because we hat fish. And then because we're bald. And he's like, oh, that nigga bald in. So this, that, and the third. And it's like, that's genetics. Or that's just um an imbalance in our um bodies that we need to fix. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, specifically, I don't even like talking about the hair topics, but I've had conversations with black women on social media and i just be expressing what is it, my position on everything. And for y'all to be aware, you know, the comments I get back, shut the fuck up. Um, nobody asked you, mind your business, mind your business, mind your business. And I say this because it's just like, you know, black women, I love you. But it's just like, why do y'all have to constantly fight with me? Why is it that y'all bring up so many excuses why is it so many times that I have a conversation with you about something, you get very disrespectful and not aligned? I never do that to y'all. I never call y'all stupid bitches. I never call y'all names. I never call y'all out of y'all name. Y'all don't even like it when black men call y'all queens. I find that so weird. I'm sitting here, sitting here, saying to you, you're a queen, you're a goddess, and you hate that. But you have no problem talking about melanin queen, melanin goddess. I I, I understand it. Third, I call you a queen. You hate that. I call you a goddess. You hate that. This unspoken war that I'm trying to bridge between black men and black women. And I'm sitting here trying to spread information to y'all. Oh, I don't like that. Black women always got to be judged and this, that, and a third. And y'all victimize yourselves. And I'm like, this is not time to victimize. This is time of taking accountability and constructive criticism in order to move forward. And this is the problem that I have with black women. But I'm saying like as a black man, this is the, 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 a lot of things that we feel towards black women. And I just would wish that you guys would hear our stories instead of jumping the gun and being disrespectful on top of it. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to fight with you. I really don't want to fight with you. I really want to be able to be like, you know, we may not have the same agreement on things, but at least we can have a conversation. And there's at least one woman I saw before me who was able to have a conversation. So I was happy. I was like, all right, cool. Finally, and this is when I had to dumb it down. I was like, if you would like me to explain it, just comment and I'll explain it to you. And of course, we had someone go on there. Oh, no, you don't need to explain shit. You need to shut the fuck up and mind your business. I was like, you see? You going from a zero to a hundred just because I'm sitting here coming outside and I'm sitting here saying something and I'm I would, trying to explain something to you, you're disrespecting me. From a black man's perspective towards a black woman. And, and again, I'm not this doesn't resonate. If, if this um, if, if I dare someone to sit here and say black women ain't like that, if it does not resonate with you, carry on. I'm talking to certain black women when I say this. What I'm saying is, is like us as black men, we don't want to argue with you. We want to build you up. We want to be the warriors for you. We want to be the kings for you queens. You have to learn and you have to actually sit down and listen and understand why we feel the way that we feel. It shouldn't always be an argument with you. It shouldn't. You don't want to. And the thing, the thing about it is this. You don't want to date certain women out there. You don't want to date men. That that got the nine to five. You hate a man that he has a certain profession. You don't like men who's balding. You don't like niggas that's short. You 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 have a problem with you 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 love the nigga that 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 that's a drug dealer and slings um drugs on the block all day. Definitely indoctrinated by the European doctrine. You love niggas that sit here and blame black men for rap music as if we care about that shit. I hate the rap music that's out now. Oh, whoa, black men out here calling women bitches, hoes, and this, that, and the third. Who's behind? Who's financing this hip-hop music? The Jewish conglomerate. So, of course, they're going to program these black men to sit here and talk shit about black women. Duh. Uh, you love dealing with you love dealing with the niggas that don't have no self-worth. You love dealing with the niggas that, that use a form of violence to mask the pure, pure pain that they have because they've been broken by a woman or a father or a mother. You love dealing with them. But if it's the man that's considered the nerd, that's eccentrically different from what you're used to. And I'm pretty sure on the same side, same spectrum that happens with women too. I understand that. But I want to talk about how it is with men towards women. About how you have the men out here who's really trying to teach you something. Conscious Brothers out here who's really trying to spit game on you. Uh, You don't like dealing with the niggas that's vegan. All these different roadblocks you have towards men and it's just like, you know, enough is enough already. But then there's some of you women that get into relationships prematurely with men and then y'all have such a, a pain that you've dealt with these men that done you dirty and then you put it on us and then we feel hurt we get disappointed and then we have to be like you know what bitches ain't shit i'm gonna fuck them and that's it the cycle continues so whatever you contribute you have to be the generational curse to make a difference and with that being said I'm pretty much done because I don't even feel like going alongside with the topics because that's what this black series is going to be all about. The next episode is me airing out my frustrations. I'm going to have a ball doing that because it's going to be my therapeutic session of me sitting here saying the things that pisses me off about the society towards black people. But otherwise than that, it's been real. Peace and hair grease. And I'm finally podcasting.